Mindset of Medicine with Madupe. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Money, Mindset and Medicine with Madupe. I'm so happy and grateful for everyone who listens to and shares my podcast. I always appreciate the support. Uh, this week I'll be talking about appreciating value. So I just thought I'd do a little shout out for all the people who add value to my life. So shout out to my parents, my siblings, my boyfriend, my friends, you guys know who you are. Um, All the people who reached out to me about my podcast or any other random things. I've had a lot of book requests recently. That's been really cool. Um, Shout out to various Instagram pages that it's just a relief when I look at my Instagram feed and just see positive vibes and funny memes. Shout out to all those people because, you know, it's nice to be appreciated and to send out appreciation so just a little shout out to those people so this week i'll be talking about appreciating value in terms of money mindset and medicine and i hope you'll enjoy it on to the first topic of money and how you value it when you deep it cash as a form of money is essentially just pieces of metal paper and plastic that we've assigned value to i won't bore you with the whole history of money but currencies used to be compared in value to commodities such as gold hence the gold standard This has since been abolished. Now money, especially currencies like the dollar, are linked to government policies and how much the government decides to print, and this is known as fiat money. But then there's always the question of why can't you print infinite money? Well, it wouldn't be worth anything. If currency increases faster than the total value of goods and services, then the currency will only be able to afford you a small part of that good or service, and this is called inflation. The reverse is known as deflation. There are pros and cons to both situations. Inflation stimulates business because it makes people spend money since the value of their money depreciates. However, it leads to overconsumption and hoarding of commodities like food and oil, which raises the prices of those things. And this goes on to create shortages, since there are less of them in circulation. And eventually there's a cycle of inflation because the value of that currency will continue to depreciate. Deflation leads to hoarding of income, which is bad for the economy because no one's spending money. Businesses shut down, unemployment rates go up, which leads to less spending, and there's a cycle of deflation. So economists tend to tilt the scales towards inflation, or what is known as a debt-driven economy, since it helps the economy to grow. And my friend, at The Hustling Medic on Instagram, has a great post explaining inflation, so check her out. mindset i wanted to focus here on valuing yourself and appreciating your self-worth i listened to a lot of bob proctor and something that he said at a convention that i recently attended online really resonated with me just a little background on bob proctor he was mentored by the napoleon hill you know the guy who wrote think and grow rich he sold various books himself and he appeared in the film the secret which is still on netflix at the time of recording and i would highly recommend that film it's really interesting and it covers the law of attraction really clearly Anyway, Bob Proctor said that we are God's highest form of creation. I'm a Christian, so I say God, but please insert whatever higher power you believe in. But yeah, he said we're God's highest form of creation, which I think is just such an empowering pick-me-up when you've been having such a rubbish day or things aren't going right, etc. And because we are these amazing intellectual beings, it only makes sense that we treat ourselves as such. The Bible says, love your neighbours, you love yourself. And I interpret that, and you may have a different opinion, but I interpret that to mean that you must first love yourself in order to show that same love to others. And it shows. It doesn't just apply to romantic relationships, but platonic ones too. 
You go for what you think you deserve. If you think you're only worthy of trash, you'll accept trash. If you think you're worthy of gold, you'll only accept gold. But you set those standards, and those standards are defined by how much you value yourself. I'm going to throw in a few affirmations that I tell myself daily, and you can try them too. I'm beautiful. I'm worthy. I am happy. My voice matters. I started my personal development journey around six, seven months ago, and there are still days when I look in the mirror and, you know, I don't feel like a bad bee. But those days are rare now, and having the habit of being here, appreciating your value, and feeling like a king or queen just makes you glow differently. And finally, medicine. Your health is valuable, and most people don't realise how valuable it is until they're unwell. So I decided to talk about health economics today, as that encompasses the idea of valuing health interventions. I got this information from my notes. So, health economics is the study of how society manages its scarce resources. There's micro and macro economics, with micro looking at the individual behaviour, and macro looking at the economy as a whole. It includes various definitions, usually including costs such as cost minimization, cost effectiveness, and cost utility analysis. These are all used to compare the costs and benefits of different interventions and provide the basis of valuing health interventions. There are also calculations that you can do, like the number needed to treat, number needed to harm, and the years of life lost. The number needed to treat is the average number of patients needed to receive the intervention to get the positive outcome in the time specified. The number needed to harm is the same, but looks at the number of patients harmed over a specific time period. Years of life lost is a measurement of premature death based on the person's age and years they would have lived. Finally, I wanted to mention quality of life and quality adjusted life years, or qualities for short. Your quality of life is a very subjective measurement, and for some members of society, it may be used to justify denying treatment for them. For example, those with learning disabilities are often mis- Uh, maltreated in healthcare, although improvements have been made, but some are still denied pain relief, treatment and are left neglected. These judgment calls may be based on the healthcare professional's assumption of the patient's quality of life, with the idea that it's worth less because they can't do as much as they can. Such assumptions lead to various reports being released, like the MENCAP report, which which highlighted many health inequalities faced by those with learning disabilities. Bias blinds, always gain the patient perspective and support them in their decisions. Qualies aim to combine the quality of life and quantity of life to indicate how useful the treatment would be for an individual. These calculations and definitions aren't used in isolation, but can serve as good indicators for how best to use resources. The patient is at the centre of care, so involving them in decision-making as much as possible will ensure that they and their health feel valued. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Money, Mindset and Medicine with Majupe. The book, song and task of the week are as follows. Book of the week, Money by Laura Waterley. I got this book as a part of the book swap with one of the guys from my course, so shout out to Sharan Kanan, he has a YouTube channel, so I'll leave the link to that in my bio. Um, really great book explaining how various things work, like mortgages, tax, how to invest in the stock market, it has been excellent so far, so have a look at that song of the week is juiced by edward uh you can find him on apple music and spotify really great tune 
And then task of the week, start saying daily affirmations. So these can literally be anything, anything that you want to manifest. You can tell yourself in the mirror, like I do this every morning. I stand in front of the mirror and I just do power poses and I say stuff like, I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm wealthy. So happy and grateful now that um, I'm achieving my goals, all those kind of things. I use my vision board to kind of help with that. So just start saying affirmations to yourself daily and just see how things change for you. Things may physically change or just your attitude but either way it's a really good habit to get into you can follow me on instagram at the madupe millennium where i post motivational morning videos and i do book reviews on a thursday so thanks again for listening to this week's episode and i hope to catch you on next week's